0: Hi there and welcome to Magic Time, brought to you by our good friends at St. Louis Bar and Grill with locations in Moncton, and Dieppe. I'm Scott Squires, pleased to join, be joined by the head coach of the Moncton Magic, Joe Salerno. Coach, two days in a row, thanks for doing this on the Ontario trip.
1: Sure, sure Scott, thanks for, for having me and continuing to update all our fans.
0: Yeah, I know it's a, a busy time for you as we talked about yesterday on the podcast. Lots to get to. But uh, I know the one thing that is certainly first and foremost on all of the minds of the fans of the Moncton Magic, and I'm sure uh, the team as well. But you're right there. Uh, what can you tell us about Eddie Azamoa? How's he doing after that kind of scary incident last night?
1: Yeah, Eddie's doing well. He's he's doing fine. Um, you know, obviously he was uh, he was knocked unconscious uh, in our in our game last night. He actually suffered a, a knee uh, to to his face to the mouth area. Uh, which knocked him out, you know, unconscious and then continued, um, you know, he hit his jaw on the, on the core pretty hard. Um, but, um, you know, paramedics and the and training staff with the lightning and uh, their team doctor was there and Eddie was well taken care of. So, I mean, Eddie, Eddie's okay. You know, he suffered a, a very big gash on his, uh, on his upper lip, lip, uh, which, you know, consequently, you know, gave him seven stitches uh, right on his lip. So, but uh, but he's okay. It was a, a very scary moment, um, you know. But but again, I think the the training staff handled it well there, and, and Eddie's uh, he's doing he's doing fine. He's doing just fine today.
0: Well, that's great to hear. I know that uh, all of us are certainly sending him our best and wishing for a speedy recovery and to see him back out on the court soon. And you know, yeah. Coach, I watched the play over and over, and and it just was one of those things that it, it happened so very quickly in kind of a play. That you see all the time in basketball, a guy defending another guy, cutting into the basket, a teammate there to help, you know, bring some uh, reinforcements on defense. But it it just kind of happened really quickly. What was going through your mind, Coach, when you initially saw that play and then you saw the result with Eddie on the ground?
1: Yeah, I mean, nothing initially. Actually, I didn't see it uh, during live play. I actually didn't see the the contact that happened. I saw Eddie go down to the floor. And then even initially right away, I I didn't know that he was was limp. I didn't know that he was unconscious. So, um, you know, by the time we, we ran out there, um, you know obviously you you can see the situation was much more serious than than what I first thought um and you know it 's a scary time I, mean, I think any time with athletes you know when you when you see a player um down who, who you know isn 't physically moving uh you know automatically you think of a, of a neck injury um you know, I think we we're we we're very fortunate, very blessed that it wasn't that. Um, so you know, it was just it was a scary moment, and you know those things happen in sports. Um, you know, but again, we're just all very pleased that, that Eddie's Eddie's okay, and uh, you know he'll be fine. I'm sure we'll see him back out on the, the course soon.
0: Yeah, it was great to see him get up. Uh, basically under his own power for the most part. And, and as groggy as he was, he walked off the car. He didn't have to be put on the stretcher. And again, just uh, great to see the way that you stepped in and, and took control of the situation, as well as the uh, the EMT and medical staff. And again, all of our best to Eddie. Uh, just a quick review of the game, Coach. You know, we talked yesterday that it was going to be a, a tough stretch up there in Ontario, and you knew that London had a good lineup that probably was a little better than their record uh, speaks on paper. But a really close game coming down to 109-107 in overtime. And if you look up and down the stat sheet, Coach, really not a lot to choose in terms of big differences on the stat sheet, whether it's rebounds, uh, second chance points, you know, uh, field goal percentage right across the board. What for you was the biggest difference last night with London coming out in a really tight game? Oh,
1: I thought it was the officiating, Scott to be a hundred percent honest with you, you know, and it's pretty rare you ever, you ever hear me say that, um, you know, I, I, listen, obviously the cards are a little stacked against us right now. Obviously we would Billy White uh, being out, um, you know, with the transition our team is in the middle of, and then of course, last night, you know, Nick Evans was in foul trouble with already a thin front court and, you know, Wayne McCullough, you know, played 42 minutes last night. He played the entire second half at the, at the four position, which is not a position that he plays, after we also lost Eddie Osamoa, So, you know, the cards are really stacked against us. And I think what, what I bring up, you know, the officiating. I just thought there was a call last night that, that really took the play out of the, the, the game, out of the players' hands. And, and what's so frustrating with that is our guys worked so hard. You know, they worked so hard. They played so hard. They, they killed themselves out there to try to scratch together a, a win on the road. Um, and, you know, I just thought the, the charge call on Duke Monday, you know, with less than a minute left in the game was, was really a, a determining factor of that game. And I think it's really unfortunate, um, you know, when ultimately a, a, a judgment call on a, on a 50-50, uh, a 50-50 call, you know, a charge block call can go any any way. But I just thought, you know, at that point in that game to have, uh, you know, basically an official, you know, really kind of decide the outcome of that game where we would have been going to the line up to, you know, with less than a minute left. It was, it was very frustrating you really kind of feel for the guys, you know, you kind of think about what do you say to the guys in the locker room after something like that happens. Um, and it's tough, you know, it's tough. So listen, it was a great game and I give the guys a lot of credit. I just think it was extremely unfortunate um, the way that the game finished at the end of, end of regulation last night.
0: And just to go back to that Asamoah injury, because obviously anything like that is going to shake everybody up on the floor. The London lightning certainly would have been a, a, a shaken by, but no question your guys were shaken by that. You guys were pretty comfortably in the lead at that point, but after the Asimov injury, you know, it was you could tell it was kind of tough for you guys to regroup. London went on a 16-4 run. You guys definitely got it back and as you said, we're right there and had every opportunity that you guys were controlling to get that game, a, you know, a tough 2-point loss. How difficult was it for the guys to kind of regroup and get it back? after that ASMO injury in terms of just kind of pushing that out of their minds and getting back. Could you sense it or was that just part Yeah. Of you?
1: No, you could definitely sense it. I mean, we were actually, we were up 10 uh, at the point of the injury. Um, you know, London came right back after the injury to take the lead. Fortunately, we were able to, to grab that lead back before the end of the third quarter. But, um, you know, yeah, it, it definitely played a factor for those next six, seven minutes. You know, that that's that's one of these guys' brothers, you know. I mean, Eddie's, Eddie's one of our family. And when you see a guy – go down like that and in a very serious matter, uh, it's obviously going to be in the back of your mind. Um, you know, you're, you're concerned for your, for your teammates. So I certainly think that that, you know, it rattled us for, you know, four, five, six minutes. And I thought we got our composure back and the guys did a nice job of that kind of, kind of climbing back and taking the lead in that game. So, um, it, it had some factor. I certainly don't think it had to, you know, factor on the, the final score, or the outcome of the game, but, but it certainly, certainly got to us a little bit. Um, you know, and I wouldn't expect anything less. You know, we, we care about all of our guys and, and um you know, pretty tight knit groups. So um, you know, it was just, it was an unfortunate situation.
0: Well listen, coach, they say that adversity can build a bond and can build strength. If that's the case, I would say that the bond and the strength that the Moncton Magic are building is gonna be pretty much unbreakable toward the end of the season.
1: Oh, you would hope so, right? I mean, is that, that old saying what you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and and um you know, we're trying to kind of rely on that a little bit. And we just had an awful lot of ups and downs and, and ups and downs that we certainly weren't planning, uh, you know, personnel changes. But every every team, there's no excuse. Every team goes through their struggles over the course of the season, whether it's a tough schedule or whether it's injuries or, or guys leaving for another league, et cetera. Um, everyone goes through it. And you just have to continue to grind. And there's an awful lot of season left. And, you know, I think we just unfortunately happen to be going through a a lot of you know, curveballs in the middle of a of a seven game road trip, which can make it tough as well. But uh, we're doing everything we can out here, and uh, we're going to try to to scrape together these these last two wins before we head back to uh, the Maritimes.
0: Yeah, you guys battled hard last night, but you got to put that behind you. Another chance to get back out there tonight against the Windsor Express. Uh, you know, a number of guys that are very familiar to the NBL, and a guy that's pretty familiar to the Moncton Magic, uh, Juan Patillo. Uh, Coach, obviously Eddie Azamoa not in the lineup tonight. We know that Billy White's on the IR, so he's not available. Uh, what's going to be your starting five tonight? What are you looking at, and what are going to be a couple of keys against the Express tonight?
1: Yeah, we're uh, well. You know, we actually just uh, we just made a, an, another addition. We actually just signed uh, Richard Amarty uh, this morning. You know, who is a, a very good stretch four, very talented stretch four. Actually, just was released from Windsor, uh, and he was here in the Toronto area, so he joined our team this morning uh i was able to get a couple reps at uh a shoot around today so he'll be in the lineup uh this evening which you know when you're down you're really you're starting for in billy white and, and you're back up for Osamoa. you know this was um this was a good move for us to pick up a guy as talented as richard and we'll try to get him you know intertwined with everybody else but uh you know tonight um it'll be the same starting five as last night with evans and taylor and uh uh almond you know we may we may go uh monday uh potentially tonight he's coming off a pretty good game and um you know we'll have to see with wayne wayne actually (laughs) wayne mccullough rolled his ankle last night um in that game and he, he wasn't able to go and shoot around today so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to piece it together a little more but i think i think wayne's a gamer i think wayne will uh will go tonight so a couple game time decisions um but, you know, again, we, we just got to gotta get through it and, and, and put our best effort out there tonight.
0: Well, breaking news right here on Magic Time from Coach Salerno. Richard Amardi just signed, and uh, we'll get some action tonight. Coach, you know, teams like to have hashtags in terms of what they're doing. Uh, one of the hashtags I gave the team early on in the broadcast was find a way. I think we're going to have to do hashtag next man up for the Moncton Magic as well. And look, as a sports fan, one thing I've always said about my teams is I always want them to win. But I don't feel as bad when they lose, when they leave it all on the court, the floor, the ice, whatever, and they give it their all. And that's certainly what the Moncton Magic did last night. We thank you very much, Coach, for coming on today. I know that it's a busy time for you there in Windsor during this road trip. But all the best to Eddie and all the best to you and the guys tonight as you look to get back in the win column against Windsor.
1: Okay, Scott. Yeah, I appreciate the time. And we certainly will uh, We'll put our best effort out there and uh, look forward to talking to you again.
0: Well, we will definitely be watching for sure. Uh, good luck, and we'll talk to you again soon, sir.
1: Great. Thanks, Scott.
0: Thanks a lot, Coach. That is Coach Joe Salerno of the Moncton Magic. Really appreciate Coach Salerno taking time to join us here this afternoon in the midst of a busy stretch for the team on the road in Ontario. But I really wanted to have a chance to get Coach on, not only to talk about the game last night and tonight's matchup, but first and foremost to get an update on uh, Eddie Azamoa. Just a great young man. Always has a smile on his face. Great personality. I've had a chance to chat to him uh, at the Avenir Center during home games. So great to hear that he's doing okay. And Eddie, we're sending you our best, my friend. We look forward to seeing you back on the court soon. All right, my friends. Until next time, this has been Magic Time. And again, thanks to our friends at St. Louis Bar and Grill with locations in Moncton End. Yep, you can check out their Facebook page and check out some of the fantastic food specials drinks and other stuff that they have. And remember, the staff, second to none. I'm Scott Squires. Until next time, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.